0: Hello, hello. Welcome to episode two of the carpet chat. I am Shuki and I'm joined with Nomix. Nomix, how are you doing, buddy?
1: I am good. It is Friday. We signed some players and we're gonna be united this weekend.
0: So I know that Trossard was confirmed. Did we confirm the anybody else? I haven't obsessively clicked in the last five minutes.
1: I think that um Ki Kiwi or whatever I'm gonna call him Kiwi. I think he's confirmed, but like not by the club yet. Um, everyone's saying he's flying to London tomorrow, so that that's that's the next one that seems to be through the door.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, let's start with uh, Trossard. What were your initial uh, feelings with that, and and uh, where are you at with that? I I'm assuming positive, but let's hear what you have to say.
1: Yeah, well, I think. Everyone wanted someone like mudrick like that type of level signing, which is like a lot of money. It's it's front page news, blah blah blah. But there's not there's the reality is it's not there's no player out there that's available that is of that level. I think mudrick was even a reach because of his price and his age mm-hmm. and the lack of experience. So when you bring someone like Trostada in, who is literally perfect for us. We need experience that can play multiple positions in, uh, and he's played in the Premier League before, um. The, I'm, the signing, for some reason, reminds me a lot of the Santi Casorla signing. Not not in terms of talent. I think in terms of a player that people all say, you know, this is a good little player, but like he's not like special or anything like that. Let's not break the bank for him. And then we end up sp- buying him, and he was a revelation for us. I don't think he's going to be a revelation for us, but I think he's going to be way more useful than people think. Um, I, I know that some people hinted he could play left eight. Even um, people he's played left wing back before you can play left wing, you play a uh, second striker, you can play right wing. So it's honestly a signing that um, you can't complain about. Honestly, the price is perfect. The age is 28, which I'm 28. So don't say that's old. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 I'm excited about it. How about you?
0: Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head there. I, I, I think that we are the youngest squad in the Premier League. Um, I honestly felt it's kind of hard. I find to talk about this signing without talking about like the comparison between Mudrik. Um, I honestly felt like, do we really need another, what was Mudrik? Like 21? I, 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 uh, I don't want to quote his age, but 22, I really felt like, okay, who do we bring on off the bench with experience? What are we going to bring on El Nani? What are we going to bring on? Like, who do we have? Who's a forward? Who's actually, I know, Jesus is 25. That's not the same thing as, as like an experienced head. Um, we really just have like number five and Jaka. And like, we don't have a ton of older people. And it seems like a no-brainer. Here's a guy, he's 28, he's proven he's got seven goals this season. He's he's playing great. A starter off the bench at minute 60 or 70. Give uh Smith Rowe and Martinelli a time to relax. And it it's honestly. It feels like to me, like we like the smarter move. It seems like the smarter move. Now, I'll be honest, I don't I haven't been invested in this player a ton. Like it's not like a sexy signing like Mudrik would be for the future, but we're done. Like, I don't mean to say we're done building for the future. We've we have a ton of players for the future. Now it's now the time to win. It's now the time to go for this title. And as we saw with last season, we just didn't have enough. This is this is a player that gives us everything we need uh, um, in terms of shot creation and and just another goal scorer um, in case Eddie gets an off day and people don't realize, like, if Eddie gets injured, we don't have another striker. We could put ESR in the false nine. We saw how that went in Villarreal. Maybe now it would be different, but this guy can play false nine. Th- this is a no-brainer, and I'm I'm very excited, and um, I, I think that the club made a very, very smart decision if and I'm surprised yeah. Chelsea didn't try to hijack it.
1: Yeah, and you know everyone's so obsessed with finding the next big thing, right? We don't need that really in the attacking end. We have the next big things. We have Martinelli. We have mm-hmm. we have Saka. We have um and Kedia, who's been doing amazing for us. Jesus' is only twenty five years old. You have Fabio Vieira can play right wing. Um so you don't need like I I was a big Mudrick friend. Everybody knows this. I always thought he had that dog in him, um, mm-hmm. but once the emotion went aside, now that it's anger inside of me with Mudrick. Okay, <laughs> uh, now that it's now that it's just like okay, he, we're not getting him. Let's move on. I I look I take a step back and look at his underlying numbers and like we dodged the bullet, man. We do- I think we dodged a big bullet. Even if he goes out and does well, I don't think he's reaching the level Saka's reaching. I don't think he's leaving the levels Martinelli's reaching so you have to ask yourself why are we spending 70 to 100 million on him and i think because club, of anthony
0: because of anthony
1: that too and i just think the club was they want to make a statement that they're they're backing him they really wanted this guy and they didn't want to pull out and i think i think chelsea gave them that reason to pull out and they're like fuck it i'm taking this right now and now you see how quickly we've done business since that We're we're linked with uh, we signed one, we're linked to another soon to come, and two others that may follow. Like this, I think it's a blessing in disguise. I think Troussard's going to fit excellently. Um, and I think people make a big deal about his age. Like 28, he's in the prime of his career right now. Mm-hmm. Two years from now, if we decide to move on with him, he's going to be 30 years old, League proven, with a contract that's not crazy to take on. You can make ten million off of him, $10, ten fifteen million off of him. You can make most of your money back that you that you bought him for. And and what's what's the money going to be? Do you really care about money for win the Premier League this year? And he's a reason mm-hmm. why he 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 gave us what five hundred minutes. Like that, that's all we it's all we need. So I I I think anyone who's complaining or has any negative views of this signing is just crazy. And this is not Football Manager. This is not FIFA. You have to. You have to spend your money wisely, and I think that's what the club's doing right now.
0: I'm in a few uh, Arsenal Discord communities, as you're aware, and I um, I have not seen too much negativity. There's even some famous negative YouTubers that I'm aware of who are behind this. So I think we're starting to get behind the club as a fan base, and I think that they're starting to we're starting to feel some trust in Edu. I know there's still people out there that maybe are not happy with um, how long Edu spent on uh, the signing our Ukrainian trying to sign our Ukrainian friend here. But I do think that if you're unhappy about the signing, you're maybe a little bit illogical. Now that's not to say that he might, he might not be good, but it just feels very unlikely given that he has this premier league record. He's played this season. Um, I know he had a bust up in training. Actually, it was reported today that it was with Lalana, former Liverpool player. Um, that's irrelevant. I don't really care. I mean, we saw Lacazette grab Cedric's throat. Cedric's fine. Lacazette's fine. Things happen. And honestly, he probably felt like it was time to move on to, I mean, I don't think Uh, there's many players who wouldn't want to play at Arsenal.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, One more thing on, um, on Troussard. Uh, There is one really bad negative thing about him and it's devastating to all Arsenal fans, including myself. Um, We invested Mm -hmm. a lot of time and money and, just to see Pepe's number get taken. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how we can let this absolute disaster happen. I'm like I said, all good things about the club making a smart move, but because of that number nineteen shirt going to Trissard, I am now Edu out. I am now Arteta out, and I want to bring back Emery and bring back Raúl Sanyeli and cancel the loan contract of Pepe and make him captain. Our starting number. Our starting number ten now. Um, and then put him at striker because it's a, it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace.
0: Here at the carpet chat, you know, we we welcome all types of opinions. Even if I incredibly disagree with you, even if you're sarcastic, even if you're not sarcastic, we welcome your opinion. You want our tent of fire tomorrow? Let's go. I don't agree, but I understand. Pepe was the best player we've ever had, and for them to basically say behind yeah, William Pepe, born, you're not coming behind back, behind
1: William, behind William, we had it was him and William.
0: Yeah. So yeah, your anger is justified and necessary, I think. And you, fans like you will make the club better. Um, that Pepe's not coming back. Hopefully we can make some money on, on him. I don't know how he's doing at Nice, but I I, I haven't heard too many good things. So, you know, this player, I really wanted to succeed. I don't want to spend an hour on Pepe because, you know, that's a whole <laughs> other podcast. But yeah, the number 19. Uh, do you think that was like an intentional statement from the club, uh, from Arteta... I, who decides the number anyway? Like, I always wanted to I know think, about
1: that. I think, I think they'll probably, they, I mean, I'm sure it's probably a process where, hey, this is the numbers we have free. And they'll be like, this number, this guy is on loan here, but he probably won't return. Or this guy's on loan, he probably is going to be loaned out again so you can take his number. So, like, going back to the Ben White situation, he took uh, Saliba's number four when he first came. And then everybody's like, oh, that's it. Saliba's number playing oh, yeah. again. I forgot about that. Stuff. Yeah, and I think that situation is more like, hey, listen, you are gonna play for us immediately, and the year after, and um, this guy, like, we don't know how his contract is, we don't know how he's gonna develop, and he became a superstar. But with, uh, I think the Pepe situation, I think the writing's on the wall. I think we all we all know what's gonna happen to him. I think when I yeah. read that uh, that Nice actually wants to make it permanent this month, but it's like something along the lines like seven million euros. I don't think the club's gonna accept that. Um, he's doing he's doing okay in in France. Uh, if, if yeah, nice are hit boy, fifteen or something. Yeah. Yeah. If if Nisar broke Boys FC and they can't afford it, then I'm sorry. We're gonna we'll bring Pepe back and we'll sell him to maybe a new team that gets promoted that wants a wing. Maybe 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 uh Vincent Company's Burnley. We can sell it to him <laughs> where because he gave us Lacanga in an absolute uh, nightmare of a
0: transfer. Return the favor. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Um. I mean, I still think Lacanga might succeed if we put him out on no, loan somewhere. No. But no, sell him. I'm fine Absolutely. to be shut down. I'm fine to be shut down. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, I mean, I, I just to kind of close off on Trossard, uh, there's still a chance, you know, he might underperform, but then the risk, what was the risk? I mean, l- l- dressing room presence, uh, surely he's uh, going to be better than million. Let
1: me ask you, what would be an underperformance for you?
0: Zero goals, zero assists. Uh, player comes on the pitch, not and not passionate, not running. So uh, he has to be. That's an absolute, not going to happen, though. Yeah, he it's, has
1: to be yeah. an absolute flop. Essentially, he has, to be, he has essentially. to be. so bad that he's bamboozling Arteta at training to play him in matches. We know Arteta cares about training. If you don't do well in training, mm-hmm. you're not going to play in the games. So he has to bamboozle Arteta in training and then come on the field and lay an egg. I mean. We haven't seen that since. Even Willian wasn't that. William was bad. Don't get me wrong. Willian was bad. No, 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 Willian was bad but we had no other options, and I think he just trusted older people. But I, I think Trossard, even if he does absolutely nothing for us, like he, we, the having that safety net is a peace of mind is great. And I think that um, just being able to throw him out to FA Cup games or Europa League games, that honestly, at this point with the league title on the line, we don't give a fuck. Um, i think it's great so i i, I think you need it's another body damage. running around
0: out there you just need another yeah, body maybe, running around out maybe there. the
1: only maybe the only way he can flop is if he like knock on wood tears his acl or something like that you know what i mean like something like a big injury where he just doesn't like it was a waste oh, not was a waste controlled. but like it, it just was like oh fuck we had a winger signing and he got hurt a minute but his knock on wood again his injury sign his injury record seems pretty good so let's move on to uh what's the name Keywood. Kivior, 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 that's the thing.
0: There is another point that I just thought of. I mean, we yeah, don't have to ahead. spend too much time on it. No, but no, no, no. I just I just remembered that uh we could look at this up later, but there, was there a reason why Troussard wasn't favored? I know that manager for Belgium didn't do so well in the World Cup, and I know that a lot of people criticized a lot of his decisions, and that whole Belgium team was a disaster. But is there a reason why he didn't play much for Belgium, why he's out of favor? I know that's great for the interlal, but that's something to, that caught my attention. but.
1: I, I think it's less to do with him and more to do with Roberto Martinez. Um, yeah, and I and now that Roberto Martinez is going, to – I think he's man, going to manage Portugal now, and it seems like mm-hmm. we're pretty pissed off about that. I just think he, I think, from what I recall correctly, Belgium did so bad because none of them trust their fucking manager, and because Lukaku missed three sitters in that one game. But uh, Roberto <laughs> Martinez should never have been the manager of that team. I don't think. I don't think Trussard is. Um, I don't think he had anything to do with that. He was, I think, I think he just got called up to Nafton before that, like a couple months early. I could be wrong. So I don't think we should look too much into that.
0: Okay. I hope so. I mean, I, I trust Arteta more than Martinez. So, uh, yeah, so that's not the only player we signed today. There's a Kiwi coming, Kiwi-or, um, uh, out Kiwi-or. of left field, Kiwi-or, out of left field, out of the blue, nobody was obsessing over this player. I mean, to be fair, I didn't really hear of Tomiyasu before we signed him, too, and I was very happy with that signing. Um, did, did you spend much time looking into this guy today?
1: Well, little do you know, I'm actually a, a Spezia season ticket holder, and I'm also on the Spezia uh, uh, board. So I've seen... No, I haven't watched one lick of this dude at this, until this morning when I woke up at... I think it was like 5 o'clock in the morning, and I saw the alerts. Um he, mm-hmm. I have watched him since so probably I should have been working earlier and I was actually just watching his clips. He is a very interesting signing. I think we'll, do, we'll get to F- Fresh Neto later. Uh, he's he's at that level of interest to me. Uh, he can play left center back. He's six foot two. Uh, he can play, he can play le- uh, left back. He can play holding midfield. He's played, I think, 16 matches in, or 12 matches of holding midfield for Spezia this season. It's only been like 18 matches. So, um he he's gonna he's he's playing a lot there so I, I can i can definitely see the use of him um this may open the door for holding to leave or for um maybe gabriel to get some rest but we can get to that later um but mm-hmm. anybody that anybody who isn't a spezia fan or a syria fan anyone who can make a, a solid conclusion on the type of player he is because they watch youtube clips or something are lying to themselves so for what i've seen it's good um Dortmund wanted him, a couple other clubs were, I think Chelsea were monitoring him until they went for that guy from Monaco.
0: So let me, let me I, ask I you think, something. Yeah. Like, like you, you're a, you're a fan, sorry to cut you off. You're, you're, you a, you're a former almost pro player. We could say semi-pro. Um, you've spent a lot of time around good players. Uh, what is some, how can you kind of pick out a player in a league that's not so high quality. Like, what are some of the things that Idu and Arteta would look for when going for these kind of fringe players that are not uh, fifty million price tags like Ben White and you know those you know, Tommy Asu types or or uh, yeah. even yeah,
1: it, it varies. Um, I think from in my experience at least, when I see a composure at a certain age and the touch at a certain age and how someone moves their body when, especially defenders, when they're defending. Um, that stuff is really hard to teach, if not impossible to teach. Maybe you can teach touch, but you can't teach composure. You can't teach body movements. You can't teach um, just just like the the awareness. You can't teach any of that. So, Gabriel, a, a good a good example of how when I watched uh, Kivior, he reminds me a little of Gabriel with the ball and kind of defending one v one scenarios where his body's a little clunky, but his movements aren't. He does a good mm-hmm. job of turning his body quick enough. When he wins the ball, he kind of, kind of does this thing with his arms when he's gonna play it long, where he kind of like balances himself and it kind of protects him from tackles when he plays it long. It's hard to explain, but I saw it in Gabriel and I loved it. And you know, uh, Kivior might struggle early on, like Gabriel kind of did right in the beginning. He's gonna have his moments probably when he plays, but uh, there's a there's a foundation there of stuff you can't teach and the stuff that you can teach. We have the best coaching staff in the world to do that right now, so. I, I'm excited about the signing more than I was six hours ago. Just the more I watch him, I go, this is a very sh- savvy signing from Arteta and Edu in our scouting you department.
0: Know, I, as you were talking there, I pulled up a little YouTube. Uh, there's already, of course, with 120,000 views, a welcome <laughs> to Arsenal video. Our fan base is fucking nuts. And yeah, I okay, am so seeing a little bit of that. that-
1: can I? Can I? We we forgot to mention the most important thing about him is that his um, wife is a Germany twerk champion. I
0: saw that. What the hell is when that? Every, that was whenever bring,
1: exactly when, like, and it's tough because we lost out on having our own twerk champion when we missed out on Modric because he could have been the best twerk champion. He was twerking all de- December for us, but now we get to mm-hmm. bring in a player that is actually ready to play today, and then his wife can also be the. She's going for the. She's going for the whole um european uk crown going can go for the uk twerk champion next after getting the germany one so i'm excited for that that's probably more exciting than the football is going to happen
0: were you an avid like twerk fan already in terms of uh like listen I'm, studying latino, the competitions?
1: So it, I'm, I'm latino so it's kind of in my dna it's 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 football uh rice and twerking
0: uh, man i gotta say like i'm watching these long balls that he's uh delivering and um i'm sure our listeners will have seen this footage already and uh yeah i definitely do see that very that gabriel, gabriel s
1: very gabriel yeah, like the s, the way he moves, yeah the way he, he moves his body the way he clips it like it, it's it's like when you first watch the Gabrielle videos when we were linked to him or when we signed him you're like oh that's gonna be fun he doesn't do it as much as we thought he was going to do because the premier league is a different
0: league but to have that in your, his arsenal is great well let me tell you something if if i'm pulling up a video Pablo Mari, welcome to Arsenal. Two years ago, is it going to look as <laughs> no. impressive no, in it a different won't. lens? Uh, listen,
1: listen. He played in Flamengo, which is my favorite Brazilian team, my childhood Brazilian team. And when we, when uh, people signed or Arsenal signed him, Flamengo fans, we were sad because like he's good for the Brazilian league, but he is so slow. He is a, like in YouTube clips, it looks like it's in slow motion. Uh, he's like <laughs> he was. He was a good He had good positioning. But but not good enough to make up he wasn't a murder sacker, you know, where he's slow but he has elite positioning skills you can make up for. He didn't have no. that.
0: And Lukaku destroyed him, I remember, in the first game of the first or second so game what of the he, season. What do you
1: think of Kivior?
0: Well, I'm gonna be honest. I um I was working heavily today, so I I haven't uh, ah. I wasn't familiar with the player, but I did spend some time looking at clips and I'm a clip expert now and and yeah, yeah he's gonna be the bat he's gonna replace Gabriel. But I, honestly, I was thinking, right, um, the other night, you know, at 3 a.m. after a heavy session of whatever, I was thinking. Whoa, whoa, whoa um, let's back
1: up. Heavy session of what?
0: I can't talk about skin adjectives in this uh, <laughs> friendly <laughs> or skin. Uh, Listen, you can talk about whatever uh, you want. Thesaurus. Once we
1: get sponsored by Manscape, might be a good a good segue. That's coming up. That's
0: coming up. So I was thinking, right at three AM, I was like, "What the hell are we going to do if like Gabriel or ben, like Gabriel or Saliba get hurt?" Now uh, this QER is is left fo- left footed center back, right? Left footed center back and holding midfielder and left back. What I know about Arsenal is when we get injuries, they come together we'll get three injuries. <laughs> so that whole thing of like, okay, yeah, maybe Tommy Yasu can play here, but Tommy covering for Jachenko who's out. And also Ben White now has to play center back. We needed some of the center back depth because that is such an important position for us. Um, now it does make me think a little bit about like what Tommy Yasu's future. And we could probably spend a whole podcast talking about that. Like, I hope the kid stays and I, I hope he's going to get more minutes and I, I hope everything works out. I have just have like a dark feeling about that. But it does make me think: like, do you think there's, it's really just he, this guy is here to replace Holding? Because this this uh, Polish player looks a lot better already than uh, Holding to me. But I mean, it yeah. could be the lens of the Polish league.
1: Yeah. Should um, other players
0: watch out. That's kind of like to summarize my question.
1: Holding's gone. Holding's going to be gone this summer. <laughs> I think it's the, like, I, I love Holding as a person. Um, yeah. Great guy. Uh, better hair now. But Tomi Asu, I think, needs a little bit of. More rest. I don't. I think he's going through the Smith row where he hurt mm. a part of his body, which I think is his calf that he, he hurt originally.
0: Keeps re-injuring and it,
1: it. And it keeps re-injuring it. I don't know if he needs surgery done or what. It just seems like it. Even when he comes on the field, he seems like he's not running as fast as he used to. Maybe he needs more time to recover from it. Maybe he's healthy now, but he has to get match fit, and it's hard because he's getting put in these stressful situations and, like, tough, close games. So, uh, But I think long-term – I see it like this: right back cover will be if we get Fresneda, it will be Fresneda and Ben White. Right center back will be um will be Saliba if he signs a contract and Tomiyasu. Left left will be Gabriel and then Kivior and then left left back will be um, Zinchenko, and then KT if he stays. If not, Fresneda if he comes in. If not, even Tevior too. So I I, I think. Having one deep that you can trust and have being able to fully rotate your defense for cup games is a great perk to have, and I think that's what Arteta wants.
0: Mix and match, mix and match, like we used to do with exactly. Pablo Marie, but actually successfully. I find it interesting that you put Tomiyasu in the right center back because I thought he played uh, for Japan left center back, but I'm sure Tomiyasu mm-hmm. can do either. Um, such I, a versatile I, I, player.
1: Yeah, if yeah. I recall correctly, like Arteta's. In- is obsessed with the left-footed left center back. I think he doesn't trust anybody right-footed to be left to be left center back. He'll play Tommy there, but with To, I think he would prefer to be right back or right center back um, in his system.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brings us to our. Uh, you kind of touched on it. There is there's another player, right back, Fresnetta. What what are your initial uh, thoughts on this player? Because I'll be honest with you. He wasn't number one on my list.
1: I love this kid. I want him I want we I want us to sign him. I'm surprised we signed um Kiwi or first. I wanted this guy to come in first, but I think this transfer is dependent on Cedric leaving and Cedric's having some wage issues with Fulham. But he is so interesting. He is like he's 19 years old, so he's gonna develop a lot he's a Real Madrid Academy player who Real Madrid don't want to trigger their purchase option. I think something to do with, um, they have, they're, they're looking, they're looking looking for big names. Real Madrid wants big names. You know how they are. They want big names. Um, So he can, he plays like Zinchenko, but on the right side, which is so big for if we get him in this, this January, it's going to open the door to us to flip the system where it's where the Zinchenko role now goes at right back and we can rest Uh, ben white and we can play uh, kt at left back or we can play Kivior at left back and then you can you can even do something along the lines of resting party and putting zinchenko in the midfield it just opens so many doors it's it's such an exciting signing 19 years old like i said he's 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 tall he's so composed you, you asked earlier what when you're looking at players from these other leagues what do you see that like makes him stand out this kid watches clips just not even his clips I'm watching one game of his Watch one game of this, and you'll see it. You'll, you, does he look nineteen years old? He does not. He does not on the field. Twenty-four. Wow. Years old. He I'll
0: he be is, honest. This player looks more impressive to me than even Key
1: Well, yeah, for sure. He he's definitely more impressive than Key Viewer. Definitely more impressive than Key Viewer. And he's nineteen playing at the second best league in the world. Um. So yeah. And and uh, the club he's at now doesn't want him to leave. They want to buy and then gets get loaned back but i think we're pushing really hard to get him in in january which shows how much we want him and shows that we actually are going to use
0: him if he comes in how about you, what you as you're watching else?
1: clips what do you think talk talk me through what are you, well, you, you know, looking at, at right
0: now you know what else you you think like um i'm so prepared right i was going to ask is this guy a starter for no. not for arsenal no. but for for his club
1: Yes, from what I remember, if I remember, I've watched a few games with him. They don't show their his club often on an American broadcast on ESPN. They also the show when they played the bigger team, so I've seen yeah. him there. Oh. Um, and I always said, oh, this kid's good. But then you read, oh. oh, he's a Real Madrid. He's a Real Madrid Academy player. Well, he, he's definitely going back there. Uh, Nomics. So the Nomics, fact n- that he's a,
0: not. Yeah. Yeah, so. The, 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 pl- the clips that I'm watching, it's a lot of – on-the-ball stuff. Like, he's really yeah. good on the he, ball. He, it, he's playing I'm like a midfielder, attacking midfielder at times, like a cam.
1: Exactly like, like Zinchenko. Like- exactly like Zinchenko. Maybe even more advanced than Zinchenko. Maybe more Now, would because- you
0: – yeah. My, my my follow-up is, like, first of all, I am impressed. I, I'm kind of like never want to doubt you do again. Um, do, do you feel that you can't have kind of like both Zinchenko – like two Zinchenko's on the field because then you kind of lose that defensive stability or do you think we this guy could be on at the same time if is Zinchenko's left back or do you still want like a Ben White so, or Tommy kind of more defender on at the same time as Zinchenko for coverage
1: I don't think you can have both on the field and it's not because they they both won't play well but Zinchenko comes so close to the middle and if you want if you want this kid to play the same way he'll be coming to the middle as well and you're taking up party space and party needs some space to work. If Shaka's in, you're taking up his space unless you're going to put like Troussard in at that left eight rule and let him advance a little bit more. There's a lot of options. When you have these two type of players, you can completely flip your system. You can completely change your system without changing it internally. You know what I mean? Like you're giving other teams different looks that because right now I feel like um other teams like know how we're gonna it's a, i don't think this is a fact they know how we're gonna play and they still can't stop it but they're gonna get there eventually so when you have players like this it you know, like it lets you throw a wrench into the other team's game plan while not not really impacting your game give plan you more
0: cards to play give you more exactly of hand. exactly
1: yeah exactly and it, yeah, it's, no. it's,
0: it's yeah i can't wait to
1: see it drive pep crazy i can't wait to see like oh we do that arsenal drops their first points in a while and they go oh have people figured them out and then next week comes and we fucking destroy the other team because we just tinkered the system a little a little bit and the other teams didn't catch on in time so it gives us it gives us so many options and i love it
0: i remember there was an early game uh arsenal versus man united an early game for arteta's managerial career with arsenal and i think we beat man united like two nothing um and people were talking about like this revolutionary system of like oba on the left or or something and and and, like tierney (laughs) uh behind him and the overlap and it's just like it's unbelievable how far we came but yeah yeah i'm so impressed with this kid i'm so impressed we're
1: making are all utility guys they have a favorite preferred position but gone are the days of that one position player other than goalkeeper obviously maybe other than striker like a pure number nine gone are the days that this person only plays this position and it's great I, i i i do there's a thing to be said about having that um that mezzo Ozil that only plays a 10 and that like makes, makes their luxury whole career. It, it, it's not just like, it's just they developed their craft so hard in this one position that makes them amazing. I think we're right now in this phase of football, we are going away from that. It's going to come back. It always comes back. Trends go in circles. And then we're going to yep. have these Swiss army knife type players and that are physical freaks who can, who are crazy intelligent who can play multiple positions and do just as well. So I, I think in the future, we're going to see less um, importance of these of having a team centered around one player or having one star player and seeing teams like Arsenal where it's like, sure, maybe part, maybe number five is our most um, important player. Maybe Saka is our best player. But at the end of the day, you need everybody to make it work. Unlike, say, Man City, where it's, it's clear that KDB is their best player. If they don't have KDB, they're not going to play well. Uh, mm. But at, at Arsenal, it's like, okay, you know, if Saka doesn't come in, you put it. Let's put in Trotsart. If uh, number five can't play, let's put in whoever we end up covering him, and they'll be able to do a, a good enough job and seem seamless. We're so going away from individual town, going more towards systems, I think.
0: And that ties into like versatility, right? Um, having exactly. players that could play multiple positions, and that doesn't mm-hmm. mean switching it up every week. No, but that no, no, means no, no. that, I like should. you said, you have the option to tinker, tinker, tinker. I, um, honestly, uh, this video of, of his just finishing up, it was a seven minute <laughs> video. And the whole time I was honestly mesmerized. This kid is doing think, like Odegaard I spins. I think I
1: heard some noise coming from your side over there. It seemed like, I don't know, like a compass, kind of like a smacking sound. I don't know. I don't yeah, know maybe, it's...
0: maybe. I mean, if you had my webcam, you see where you'd see one of my hands is not present. <laughs> um, honestly, this excitement that I feel, this, Euphoria and what you mentioned, even more than euphoria that I'm feeling. I can't even fathom if we get Kamavinga. Like, do you think there's any truth to that? I honestly think it's a successful window. Trossard and these two players with the names that I'll, one of them, I can't pronounce the other, I choose not to. Do you, like, I already rate that window like an eight out of 10. Um, um And it's tricky with the Jesus injury, right? Because he is coming back. So you can't necessarily sign a bunch of forwards and then um or s- sign a bunch of kind of like attacking players and um and we've only signed one to be fair, but uh you have to consider that you know he is coming back. So uh I know that doesn't really affect the Camavinga thing, but like what are your thoughts on that in general? Like do you think we're actually gonna get this another Madrid outcast or if you can Listen, even call him I- that?
1: I, I may or may not have started the Kamavinga rumor on Twitter and ex- made it explode. Um, I did I did tweet it out fucking around about twenty minutes before uh, Simon Collins I think his name is tweeted out. Um, is that coincidence or is it or, or is the world revolving around my <laughs> takes? I don't know. We'll see. But uh, Kamavinga is a player that I wanted at Arsenal since he was seventeen when he was first linked. Uh, Wenger Wenger wanted him and. He is the perfect. He just oozes Arsenal, in my opinion. Where he he just covers a lot of ground. His defensive work is so underrated, so underrated. People talk about him like being a Paul progressor, or whatever, whatever they talk about. But his defensive work is like number five on steroids. So I, I I would love him. Do I think we're gonna get him? I do not. I don't think there's a chance in hell. I don't think Madrid will give will d- do that. Um, I think that. For him to want to come to Arsenal without a guaranteed starting position um, would be very surprising unless there's like some backroom meeting where it's like, hey, we want you to come in now, get adapted to the system, do this, do that. And then come next season, you're going to be starting for us um, because we're going to a, move on from number five or move on from shock or whatever, however they see How are they see it. But I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's realistic. I think the club is, is going to, is going to try it, as they should, uh, as they probably will with some Juve players right now. But um, on a scale of, in percentage, how how likely is this to happen? I'd say like 7.25%. The same amount of money that, the same amount of, the same percentage that Fabrizio Romano got from the Mudrick deal.
0: I honestly feel like as soon as we're done recording this podcast, we're going to have to make another one in an hour because they're going to announce this. No, no, <laughs> Maybe maybe not, but I would lose my shit like watching this guy now. And yeah, he's the best player out of the, he has the, it seems to me he has the highest ceiling out of Trossard, uh, QER. And Fresnetta actually does to me look like he has also a high ceiling, but this guy, this guy to me is another Odegaard level transformational player that you could center your team around even though you mentioned that we don't necessarily have to center our team around one player because we have all these versatile players watching him now and i see i see a complete player like if you had 11 of them if you had to co- clone one player an all-around player who's good at uh progressing passes good at cleaning up good at destroying Casemiro job a little bit he can do everything and i'm dream, dream signing, like dream signing yeah yeah, like the title would be ours for a couple of years or maybe even three if it, years. Isn't, if it,
1: even, even if like we didn't win the title this year, but we signed Kamavinga, like, I'd be like, okay, well, this fucking sucks. We blew the title, but also we're going to win the title next year because we have Kamavinga. But like, that's, you know that's, what that's I not, realized? I mean, I never wish for that. I, I prefer a title over anything in the world for Arsenal. Uh, if we, if we had to lose my favorite player for us to win a title, I'd I take down a heartbeat, but I'm just saying this it this like a new signing is – Kemavinga kind of coming is like winning a trophy because it just, you know how good it's going to be for this club.
0: I, I, I There's something I'm thinking about though. Maybe we're doing it wrong. Maybe instead of watching and highlights, we should only watch his mistakes because they're only showing his best thing. So let's, maybe we should just watch his, his disaster games. And, and really, you know, just to, so that we don't, fall in love too hard. I mean, maybe that's a little bit too hard for you. Maybe your pants in your pants too. I, I'm well, honestly feeling hands like in this, there was right there. this was a mistake. It's just a mistake for me to open this video because now I yeah, feel like yeah, it's already a loss let's, if we don't get
1: him. It's We're not getting him except in your mind. We're not getting him. Move on. Let's move on. Let's move on.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, can, I don't know if I can now because this player is, um,
1: okay. I you know. I know, something else you move
0: on. I know. I know something to help you move on.
1: Uh, Yube got docked 12 points. In the in the fifteen points.
0: Was it twelve or fifteen Was it
1: fifteen? I thought it was either way, they're not they're in tenth place now. Them they're, they're with their, their buddies Chelsea disaster. in tenth place.
0: It's, what it's a disaster. Sin.
1: could not hey, happen
0: If we got docked fifteen points, we'd probably still be finish ahead of Spurs this season. Listen, if, if
1: that happened to us, <laughs> they would relegate us to the fucking seventh division. They'd play they, they we'd be in the same league as Wrexham
0: because how much they hate yeah. Arsenal.
1: And, so, and Shuki, then we get and then yeah. we get fined, and then we get fined ten thousand euros for arguing it.
0: So I have a limited brain, which means I can't absorb uh, infinite amounts of content. So, could you remind me what was the fatal flaw that you have did? Was it kind of like FFP stuff, or um, what was their fatal flaw? Their I have mistake? no
1: clue. Actually, I, I now that I think that I have no fucking clue. That that team is always always fucking flirting with corruption. So um, I'm I don't care I don't want to look deeper they're gonna appeal it I hope they fucking lose and I hope because they appeal it they give them a fucking twenty thirty point fucking deduction. Uh, that club if Ronaldo was
0: still there that would be a disaster. Yeah
1: that club it must be something with their fucking with money laundering Fire or something sale. because like the way they how like how how certain deals went through when they mm-hmm. are openly have no money. It, it makes no sense to me. So how they how they got um Locatelli, how they got uh, Deuce like like I know those are just Arsenal targets, but it makes no sense. So I'm I can't it's, wait to see their. I'm praying on the downfall. I'm praying on Barcelona's downfall. I'm praying on Chelsea downfall. I'm praying on that mm-hmm. other side, the other team in North London's downfall. So
0: the, you don't even like the the Spurs downfall. Like it's it's already you don't need to pray for that. It's happening. If they lose Kane. Oh, what it, are they? They're Aston Villa, like you, not, like they yeah, said today. It's
1: not even a downfall. It's not even a downfall for them. It's just status quo for them.
0: Yeah, but um, yeah, the 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 Uve thing that's that's unbelievable. I I can't remember in my lifetime. Like, uh, I mean, I'm only nineteen, but I can't remember like <laughs> having uh, clubs deduct points. Like, do, do you have? I know Russia was like kicked out of the uh, well, for starting a war. Uve but was
1: relegated. To, uh was it Calcio C or, or was it Calcio? They're relegated. I want to say the, might, been tw- might be fifteen years now. I would say they're relegated. They had to work their way back up. Um, other than that, I mean, it just seems like they're the only ones fucking violating stuff and getting caught and and then getting punished and not learning from it. But you know, I'm hoping yeah. Barcelona's next. Barcelona is the next club.
0: I don't know how they can just keep signing signing players. Well, I mean, they are selling Memphis. Bailed out by they the are... government
1: problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, my Barca friend said of Kamavinga, "Don't worry, he's no Pedro or Gavi, so so we can we don't have to." Yeah, he's better. Yeah. Oh, that's not what he meant, but yeah, maybe we can <laughs> pretend that's what he meant. But yeah, honestly, like I um, it's I don't have a lot of love or hatred for you. I I I don't care either way but I will take the shot and throw it in at, at like laughing a little bit at that and I'm glad that clubs aren't getting away with this kind of shit it makes me wonder like if there are clubs in the Premier League getting away but I feel like the Premier League would be even more strict on that kind of thing and I don't think anybody really has a full idea on how FFP fully works um but I'm glad that we're doing it the right way we're doing it the smart way and if you look at the it's great, f- amount of it? money we we yeah the amount of money we spent the last 10 or five to 10 years. We're not number one. I think we're number four in the Premier League in terms of spending. So that's a smart, smart club. And maybe Fulham and, and Brighton are doing similar things. Cause they shouldn't be like f- approaching sixth place, but they are. It is. So it,
1: it's, it makes it more enjoyable when your team does it the right way. Um, Arsenal have done it? honestly, everything that we've done in our history pr- pretty much has been done the right way. Uh, mm-hmm we have some blemishes. We have that, that number five situation going on right now, which I hope one way or another it's resolved. Uh, but other than that, like this is the early two, late nineties, early 2000 was amazing. The way we, we rose again to the top and won everything for the most part. And then the fall was slow and then it was hard. And now we're re rose back up. And this is the natural progression of clubs, you know, clubs that can't spend a billion dollars every three, every five years, Clubs that can't um, shake hands with people behind back doors and get certain players in, like this is how it is. Liverpool did the same thing. Liverpool was um, one of the best teams in the world or best team in the world for a while, and then they went down. They crashed in the early 2000s, and they came back up, and it was meteoric, and they won everything, doing it the right way from selling Coutinho for a lot of money and then building that way, hiring the right manager, putting the right people in place. And now they're, they're going down a little bit, but I don't think they're going to crash what they did before because what they, de- they developed is sustainable. They have a process. Um, then you have clubs mm-hmm. like Manchester United, which don't know what they want to do. They don't know what they want to do. And maybe this is a good segue into the weekend if we want to talk about the game. But they Man United, they, they think they're back. Their fans think they're back. Te- I'll I'll get I'll tell you one person who knows for a fact they're not back, and that's 10-hives. He knows you can. This is not how he wants to play. The football that he's playing right now is not how he mm-hmm. wants to play. Um, I, I and, honestly want to do
0: like a full full hour yeah, on which, United yeah, game, which we, we can you, do. But, but
1: it, it, it's yeah. just their squad building. They they get this little taste of of maybe not success is the right word, but maybe um, ahead of the curve. Like they right now, they're a, a little bit ahead of what people thought they were gonna be. And there's rumors that they want to sign Harry Kane in the summer. And I'm just like, don't fuck with it. Don't <laughs> Like, what has Harry Kane proved in his life that shows that he's a winner? And he, like, sure, he scores a lot of goals. Could
0: have been the Spurs curse, though. You never know, right? Yeah. He might have... And then
1: two, yeah, true. Two, three years from now, you're going to be looking for a new striker. And that's if you're hoping, if he doesn't fall off the age cliff like um, like Son has. So I, I think, I hope, actually, I hope mm-hmm. they sign Kane because I hope uh, it, it's going to ruin their trajectory and it's a shit ton of money. And then Ten Hag mm-hmm. is going to change this. have got to change the system again because Harry Kane can't play in a Ten Hag system. So I like to. I hope, um, yeah. Sorry. i say. I'll say. So there's teams that build the right way. Teams that don't build the right way. Chelsea don't. City don't. I mean, even though City. I think are are going to actually start to do that now. Now that they're an established name. But I love mm-hmm. how our club has always tried to do it the right way. We had a couple. Mm-hmm. We had three, two, three years where we tried to do the rouse and yeah you pay people in the back doors thing and it failed miserably and i just think it's because it's not our dna it's not who we are we're happy, we're good people we're back
0: yeah maybe we're loyal to a fault maybe we kept wenger a little we're bit too club. long because of love we're and respect the, yeah. like we we were too loyal we're too nice even sometimes the origin um, of
1: the or, arsenal grew because they're the, they're the team of the streets they're the team of the common folk you know what i mean gunners and yeah yeah it, it, so so I think stick to the heritage. Arteta understands that. I do understands that. Uh, I think now the KSC is getting it. Um, Vinay, as annoying as he is to me for some reason, I think he understands it. So I'm I'm happy how things are going, and I can't wait to see what happens. I think at the end of these mm-hmm. next three years, we're gonna be looking back saying, "Holy shit, we accomplished all that." It's gonna yeah. be great.
0: I uh, should I order your Stan's demand hat now or later? Because I, I know you're gonna be great. Um
1: you know, I kind of want. to you want pinstripe suit? I, I want his pinstripe suit, his evil okay. looking pinstripe suit that he wears that, at home games.
0: Yeah, that's the one part that's like, okay, we're still owned by a billionaire. are still, but you know what? Every club is, so we may as well do it right. I like Listen, to te- like I have a yeah. billionaire is is a terrible.
1: It's terrible to to twerk for a billionaire, but if there's a billionaire, you're like you want your club to have. It's someone who isn't oil money. It's someone who is just like a typical American Sports, conglomerate. Someone that just yeah. exploit that that grum- comes from a family who owns the biggest retailer in the United States that doesn't want to pay their yeah. door people more than seven dollars yeah. an hour. So you know yeah. there, there's 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 a level levels to how immoral we are or our owners are, and we're just baseline immoral. They're just baseline immoral. That's all. I'm um, baseline than City or PSG or um or whoever is. Uh, in the other yeah, old, like, Newcastle is owned by yeah, a
0: country. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I um, I like to tease. You know, like, do you know about foreplay in life? Like, do you ever? Okay, you don't have to answer that, but like, I, I go really straight like to
1: it. now no, I just go straight to
0: it. I really like to tease. Like, I have so much to talk about United, but I just want to tease our viewers that we'll have another episode full dedicated on the United game um, coming up because I have a lot to say about your points about how United are doing it. But I want, and I'm we may have a, we may have, a, guest, a yes, we may have
1: another guest, a special guest.
0: Yes, we may have another guest. I uh, I want to touch quickly before we wrap up here on the games tomorrow, since they are early. Um, one of them is in 12 hours. So real quick, like what do you think about the Liverpool Chelsea game? Who do you want to win? Who do you think will win? Um, honestly, I, I personally think that Liverpool have the class. They they have the players. I mean, they have injuries, but they have the DNA, like you mentioned there to be able to, and uh, to show Chelsea up. I also am curious to see if Mudrik will play and how he'll do. And um and the odds right now are putting Liverpool ahead for that game, but you know they're right on top of each other, twenty-eight points each. Um, goal difference is much higher for Liverpool, but that could go either way. Is my feeling, but but I still think Liverpool should be able to do it. How, what are you feeling?
1: Let me give you let me give you all the results for tomorrow. Chelsea, uh, yes, that's what I want to do. Win. Liverpool, uh, and I'll go individually to the bigger games. Liverpool's going to win. Okay, they're going to win. Brighton's going to win. Villa's going to win. Uh, Everton and West Ham are going to draw on the most boring affair you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> um, Forest will beat Bournemouth. Uh, I think Palace Newcastle will be cagey for that's 70 a good... minutes, and then and then so that game.
0: The Pal- the Palace Newcastle game was a game I was really looking forward to before because those are two teams that smashed us last year at one point, and I thought they were like both really pressing teams. Palace has fallen off, but that's a game that I like less so now. But I would mostly agree with with what you with what you said. The only thing I would maybe slightly disagree is maybe Chelsea could pull off a draw, but, I mean, I might not be up early enough to see that one. I Um, I don't think so.
1: I just think there's too much squad rotation right now. There's not enough harmony. I think Liverpool, um, as bad as they've been, they have, I guess, they have a set squad. They're still building off that. They need to make a couple signings. I think they're just waiting for the summer. They're just just limping to the end right now, I think, and we're only halfway there.
0: So if all your uh, results are right, I will reveal my address, date of birth and my social insurance, uh, social security number online. But if any of your results are wrong, you're verbally agreeing that you'll reveal your personal address and social insurance number and social security numbers. You'll reveal that online. Does that seem fair?
1: Yeah, I'll also give you my mother's maiden name.
0: Make it easier. for OK, you. that's uh, exactly what I'm looking for.
1: Yeah. Uh so yeah, I think I think Liverpool, I think they're gonna win comfortably. Honestly, um, I think Potter is the funniest thing. Would be all the spending from Chelsea, and they lose yeah. the next couple games, and Potter gets sacked but, because even though they say that they're not gonna sack Potter and this is they're here for the long term, I want to see how 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 much they're gonna like how badly are they willing to hold on to Potter uh, until they give up because it's not in the Chelsea D- we talk about club DNAs, right? The, their their yeah. fans don't know suffer. Their fans do not know suffer. Their club I does hate. not know suffer. I hate them. I, I hate, hate them. their fans.
0: Yeah, their fans I hate are- Todd. Yeah. But- I just want to ask you, like, I hate Todd and everybody, and I respected them under Tuchel, honestly, in terms of like how they were playing, in terms of like actually hard to break down in the first year of Tuchel. But sure. I want to know, like, why? Before we wrap up, like, why do you think Potter was a success at Brighton? Arguably, Chelsea has the better squad. Why like was Potter a fraud? Like was he not good at Brighton and it was no. just like the system around him? Like what what is going on? Like why can't he fucking figure it out? Um
1: he's never gonna have the time to figure it out at Chelsea. He's never gonna never. have the players to figure it out at Chelsea. Chelsea's always gonna want them to go for the big names, and they're not gonna give him the time to build. Um he's not a fraud. Maybe we overestimated how good he was. But I wouldn't classify him as a fraud. I think if you went to Tottenham, I'd be much more concerned. I think if he went to um, even Newcastle, I'd be concerned. If he if Everton or West Ham stays up, and he went to one of those teams that has money, but they're more like let me defer to the manager to see what he wants to do. Potter is mm-hmm. not a Chelsea manager. He should have never been. I mean, I'm happy he did. I, I think I shit my pants a little bit when he first got hired. Thinking, oh God, he's going to turn everything around. But then you take a step back, like anything, yeah. and you realize this isn't the right fit. It's like, it's it's like Emery when he came to Arsenal. It just wasn't the right fit. People in right. people around the club who watch it as much as they wanted, they didn't want Wenger. Even some people when Emery got hired, like, oh shit, can we go back to Arsenal now? Because even mm-hmm. before a game was played, because he just didn't fit. He just didn't fit. There's just some coaches don't fit certain clubs. United have gone through that for years, and now they have someone that I think, if they're patient with, it'll it'll, it'll work. But look, Chelsea, imagine,
0: yeah imagine imagine you know i've been podcasting for a total of two days now imagine that it's like okay that's it and we're kicked off the platform and we don't get our time we need our time to make mistakes we need our time to grow there needs to be time it is tricky it is a results-based business unless you go on a run where you're like losing like six games in a row they got to give the people time look how much we grew from episode one to two we doubled our time i think that's great eh um,
1: yeah, but I think Chelsea really fucked up by stacking Tuko. Tuch- uh, I, I totally agree.
0: He, he had an identity. A
1: he had- he's, a, he's a Chelsea yeah. manager. He plays boring football that's effective. Boring football I will- is Chelsea yeah. DNA. It's Chelsea DNA. It, 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 and 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 Tuko would work at Spurs to be the same type of thing. He's like boring, effective football. Even though they, they don't really play effective. Football, but uh, so before- yeah, Potter doesn't do that. Potter always played good. Football requiring high intelligence players that play system. several positions. That's a system. And they have literally nobody in that team that does that. Zero people. There's no one on that team is can play multiple positions. No one in that team. I think Reese James will be the only one that's like, I'm like, okay, you know, you keep Reese James and he can mm-hmm. be your star because he can play he's like he's a very smart player, he's very talented. But like, you look at that lineup and it's just full of idiots. And uh, no offense to them, actually, offense to them, fuck them. Um, and Cuckoo, I think, is a good signing. And Cuckoo, I think, is like a Potter signing where he can play several positions, yeah. but he's decently smart. But the, the other, the, the current squad and their current signings make no sense to me. And <laughs> it's hilarious. Maybe but, I. Don't but here's the thing. It. Maybe I don't see it because I didn't see the Arteta um, rise. I wanted Arteta out way too early, and I just fucking went right over my head.
0: But it's making me look at
1: things differently.
0: And I don't see it. I don't see it. Well, here's the thing. The only counter to that, I'll play devil's advocate a little bit. Before I got re- banned on Reddit, I would go on the Chelsea wow. subreddit and I would...
1: Whoa, banned There's on another Reddit? another episode
0: on that. Another episode oh, on that. I, I revealed that in the Discord today, but you weren't there. Um, I did ask Chelsea fans, and they said that Tuchel was already playing bad. You know, he's the one that signed Obama Yang, even though he was a player at Dortmund with him. Tuchel had some bad results in Europe uh, recently. Uh, I mean, after winning the Champions League, he wasn't yeah. playing well. He was losing Premier League games, but every club probably goes through. Every manager goes through some dips. Every, every manager,
1: every club. Every so
0: manager. they should have ride it. They should have rode it out for a bit. And yeah, I I I'm saying two one Liverpool tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I have nothing more. I really have nothing saying, more to say I'm today. Saying, I'm saying
1: three one Liverpool tomorrow. I think Liverpool. Um, their football is is made to play against uh this current chelsea side um Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean i think it's a good place to leave it don't you think
0: yeah i mean i'm gonna need like a new glass of water and like i i do like the tradition of like pausing it in the middle